Yeah, baby. What's up, Jim? What's going on? Long time, long time, long two weeks. I know, man. We're back at it. This is your boy, E-Man, from the Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast, alongside... Jim from Fan in the Van, baby. Let's get it. We're at it, baby. Another edition. Cigars and sports, baby. All right? Are you ready? Are you, are you lock and loaded, bro? Because I know you, you, you got to come guns blazing today, aren't you? Again. Hey, it's been two weeks, so... I'm I'm sure you know as shot as both of us are, we could definitely, uh, we could unload tonight, definitely. There you go, man. That's, that's what I'm talking about, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, there's a lot of things have happened since the last time we spoke. Uh, I know you yep. got a brand new smoke that you're really excited about, man, and you really Ooh. want to talk about today, brother. That uh, you know, you, you, you yeah, I know. I, you go first. I always let you go first. Remember what I told you? I got something new as well. All right, <laughs> which I never had before, but. What you showed me earlier, man, I mean, what you told me about it, it was very special, and you gave me a little bit of a description, not exactly the name or anything like that. It shows like it's uh, it's some good shit, man. No pun intended. What you smoking today, Jim? The Asylum 13 8x80. Ooh. I cannot pronounce the friggin' name of it. It's like Carajo or something like that. This is the second biggest one Asylum 13 makes. Because the, the big time Tommy's a seven by seventy, they make mm-hmm. an April Fool's nine by ninety, which only selected what I found out last night, only selected cigar shops are allowed to sell in New York so far. I don't know why, but this is as close to the lunatic right now as we're gonna get. So Jim for those who are avid cigar smokers that remember the lunatic, yeah, yeah this is as close Fuck as we are. Getting this is going to take me practically all night, but I got freaking Graves on season two playing while we're doing this. So, whoa, hey, so yeah, hold well, on what do you, what's the name of the? You, did you just say I know you couldn't pronounce it, but you say Carajo. So Carajo in that. Spanish actually means like uh, go to hell or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like damn it, let me see. I <laughs> spell it for me. I, hold on, spell it for oh, me. Oh, C O R O J O. I don't know. I'm fucking right uh, now. Yeah, yeah. Espanol. You know, as I like to tell my drivers at work, El Jefe, Paquito Espanol. And then I just throw all different words together. And, you know, like I like my dispatcher's old, so I call him Abuelito Loco, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Crazy grandfather. He's probably watching right now, so. Hey, shout out to Abuelito Loco, brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, Rob, you old ass. Probably fucking already three drinks in already with his painkillers, as he calls them. Hey, look, you know, hey, absolutely, man. You can't can't knock it till you try it, man. So what? So what do nah. you? Have to, I mean, that bad boy. Do you recut that, or you now you got the straight cut, though, right? I uh, no, I recut it this one. I had wow. to do it a few times to get it, but I was gonna say that's that's a big. Yeah. That, you no know, homo, bro. But then that V cut is a very small <laughs> vagina compared to the fucking you know the size of that thing in the back. All right, bro. Shit. Yeah, this V cut kind of reminds me of the first girl I ever slept with. Yeah, right. <laughs> Taylor Swift first fucking um, the shape well party. Oh, oh god! Let's, let's not start with that, bro. We already got in trouble too much for that. Oh <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, especially on TikTok. Yeah, absolutely, man. Hey, by the way, <laughs> shout out Jim is on TikTok. Everybody, go ahead and follow him on TikTok. All right, you know what I'm saying. Follow me on TikTok too. I'm on TikTok. Hey, Swifties. I'm on TikTok, bitches. Hey, on TikTok, you could definitely do your uh, couple of videos you send me. You know, you could definitely put those up, bro. Those, those are, those are my, those, those are good. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I 
Oh, I definitely got to put the uh, report from the Jet Locker Room when it was raining. Jet Locker Room and the, and the toilet, Taylor Swift song you did with uh, Kelsey. Too. You got to put that one up. Trust me. Trust me. Man. I, know what I'm I, I, I might try to remix that one a little more before I do it, though. I'm a TikTok veteran now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely seen. I didn't realize how many TikTok videos I was in till I uh, went and scrolled through real quick. Yeah. Hey, I like it. You know, it. It's like a freaking drug, man. I, I hate fucking you know, uh, you know, promoting shit that's you know, it's, it's fucking really like brain, uh, you know, brain rotting. You know what I'm saying? This is a new generation, but you don't. You do go down the rabbit hole, bro, and all of a sudden you find a lot of shit. Like, oh, I've been here for like an hour. So there's this guy I seen right before we right you know before you sent me a link and we were we were bullshitting for a little bit. There's this guy I forget his name, but he's a huge Saints fan. So his son comes down the stairs and he's like, "Hey, Dad, I got it, whatever." He's like, "I don't give a shit, son. The Saints just lost." And he's like, "But did you play? I don't give a fuck." He's like, "Go upstairs. I'm gonna plug in that 2K." I'm like, "Oh God." Oh, no, that's see, 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 but that would be me if I had a son and a steel is lost. Like, go upstairs. Matt Canada sucks. Nah, yeah, my, my, my kids can care less about watching any sports with me. I mean, you know, my daughter, she's 10, and my son is 5, and 6, and he's like, yeah, fuck that shit. Dude. I'll do karate. <laughs> so, I, yo, so I got this right. A friend of mine gave me this, right? I was going to, you know, keep going with, remember that bundle, like that sampler pack that I bought? I, I was into it. I was going to be doing that for the next couple of weeks, but a co-worker of mine who I actually introduced to the cigar game, and now this guy just took the cigar game and and, and, the, and what I introduced him to, right? And blew yeah. it up like the next level. This guy has a fucking collection. You're like, holy crap, dude. What the hell is this? What, what happened? His humidor is like, you know, four times like the amount of mine. And um, he just really got obsessed with it, right? And um, and he goes, yo, try this one. I have a spare one. It was good. Uh, see what you like. It. So it's uh, it's called, it's the Gurkha and is the Rong Abuelo edition. I don't know if you ever had Rong Abuelo. I'm a big rum guy. That I think Ron Abuelo is actually I think it's Nicaraguan if I'm not mistaken, but it's actually it was pretty darn good. Um, yeah. And uh, you know when I saw it, I was like, oh, it's my bad, but I love it so far so good, man. I'm gonna give her a fucking nine out of ten on the packaging, right? It's like a waxy, you know, freaking, you know, it looks like a candle is what it is, right? With the wax yeah. and shit. So it's a pretty decent size, nowhere near like that fucking thing you just stuck in your mouth. You know what I'm saying, dude? But shit. Yeah. And, and I can tell you from experience that I have smoked that cigar. Okay. Because my old my old district manager gave me one. Because he's like, oh, I got to get you cigars. And then he just gave me a cigar. And I'm like, yeah. dude, cigars with an S plural, not, not one. I was like, you know, whatever. And I smoked it one day. It's it's not a bad smoke. I okay. mean, it's one it's it's one you have to acquire a taste to, okay. I would say. Well, but it's but, but it's not a bad. Um, it's part of the uh, Tabac brand, actually. Okay. If I'm not, I might take like the whole freaking show trying to open this ship. Look at this! I can't even get it open. It's like I'm trying to. Wish I would have like don't because. Oh, I, oh, I think I just wound up like melting the top of it, and then I I'm just need, I'm need, shit. I'm gonna need to do that. Okay. Actually, no, no, no shit. <laughs> Look at this! Yeah, man. Holy crap! Yep. Let's just hold my hot. Yeah, this is not bad. This is not. This is. I, sh- I should have planned this a little bit better. Uh, well, they trial proof uh, the shit out of that oh, one. Oh, the shit out of it! They fucking forty euro proofed it, man. I mean, I can't uh, get it, get into it. Okay. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to bite it open. There we go. Fucking a. Look at this thing. This thing has more security than the fucking southern border, bro. Look at this shit, man. It's unreal. Finally got it out, man. Hey, nothing is gay. You got to be entertaining cigars and sports, regardless of. Regardless of whatever, you know what I'm saying? Holy shit, man. Look at this thing over here. 
Wow, man. So, you know, I, I didn't bring my V cut. I forgot. This presentation is not bad. I mean, it's kind of dark right here. It's like fucking shit, but. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna straight cut this traditional, you know, not get it too too crazy out. That's not a bad one right there. I didn't I didn't go into deep. Oh Black. man, so uh, yeah, your Steelers uh had a bye week. What what are you are you high on them this week or what? Well, we get Deontay back, so yeah. now now you now for those uh, fans who think that we didn't need Deontay, you're gonna realize why he is an integral part of this offense. You will and now see why. Pickett has given you a great year so far, right? It's yeah. going to be huge for Pickett. Why? It's going to open up Pickett's game. And you know Pickett is the best receiver in that squad. Pickett, it's special. He's fucking special. With what he's been able to do with the little bit of opportunities. Because remember, he, you know, he, I'm telling you, Deontay's got to open up so much for him. It's not even yeah. funny. That's the part. You know, he's got to get targeted. But Deontay, the, the the quality of passes and and, and targets he's going to get are going to be a lot better than getting, you know, he was getting 10 or whatever, but it was just really tough targets because, you know, Pickens, you know, Pickett hasn't had time to throw and shit like that. It's going to open up so much the field for you guys. Yeah, that is, it definitely is. I mean, not only that, uh, you know, because now you can't, you really can't double either of them. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to, you're going to have to play single man coverage and, Deontay is one of the top 10 route runners in the league. Oh, my gosh. The dude runs great routes, man. And Pickens will just fucking bulldog you right off the line. He'll just freaking – he'll, like, pick you up like a little child and freaking Walmart and just move you to the side and just freaking keep going. As long as Canada doesn't screw up the fucking play calling. Yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, I'm not even going to say anything on my Giants because we're going to hit our Giants in, the, in, in, in one of the picks tonight. All right? So, you know, and uh, talking about cigars, man, you know, we like to incorporate every once in a while a little bit of pop culture, brother. But, you know, one of my best, my, my favorite, actually, my, my favorite movie, probably number one, number two of all time, is uh, Scarface. Just and what other, yep, well, you did, huh? <laughs> what other movie, bro? And that's another iconic movie that was a big influence on the cigar culture as well, right? When people started watching, this is one of those things that, it's another big movie that influenced the culture. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to cigar smoking, right? Because, again, to me, cigars always signified power. You know? The guy that's, you know what, I'm going to smoke cigars. People may think that, you know, I'm just a fucking dirty old bastard or whatever the case may be. But cigars signify power, man. You know, I ain't got no money, but it signifies money. You know what I'm saying? It's, and it's also one of those things that, you know, I mean, I started it because of work. But now it is one of those things that relaxes the hell out of me, man. It keeps me, you know, even killed. It's a lot cheaper than going to therapy. That's a fucking sure. Oh, for sure. For sure, man. <laughs> but it's funny That's because it. this guy right here, I mean, Al Pacino, to me, one of the best roles he's ever played. Uh, and it was right after like, the Godfather movies, the first two. And, um, you know, it, it was such a Miami thing, right? You know, even though I, I saw when I lived in New York, I saw this, of course, I, you know, as you go, well, no, I'm Cuban. I mean, you know, came into this country when I was like, you know, 10 years old, but I've been here now fucking 35. So I've been here longer than, and, and never going back to Cuba ever again. So, but it's funny when I saw this for the first time and, and granted, my mother used to work at a video store when we first got to this country. So I had access to plenty of movies and I saw this, I sneaked it upstairs. Well, I'm not having a fucking clue to say bad words, or whatever. That's how I learned English by, you know, pronouncing curse words when I was like, you know, 10 years old and I'm watching this guy. Right. And I'm like, damn dude, yo, I didn't know this Cuban actor was over. I didn't know fucking Al Pacino, the fuck Al Pacino was. And when you and, and just the great job that he did in this movie, dude, he actually yeah. immersed. He's one of those guys that immerses himself 
into the character. And I think I read somewhere that this dude spent like six, like three months in Little Havana, rented an efficiency, lived in Little Havana, bro, playing dominoes with the locals, you know, trying to get the the, the lingo, the, the culture, and you know, the scar, you know, and then that's why I think he plays such a great role, man. And, you know, he was, you know, shit, man. He, and, and of not course, man, a lot of scenes with cigars. Not only that, but that's a movie that a lot of people will tell you it's ahead of its time. It, it, yes. it, it's a cult classic in a way. It's one where it's like, you know, people that watched it, some of them got offended by it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why? Because an Italian guy is playing a fucking Cuban? What the hell is a big yeah. deal? <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, dude, I, I, I mean, he nailed it. You, you would ask like any Cuban. You would ask any Cuban, bro. And, the, and this every every Cuban like thought this guy was Cuban. You know what I'm saying? When they knew who El Pacino was, you know, like if you were a Latino, they just got off the boat. You know what I'm saying? No pun intended. But it, it was like, yeah, hey, this fucking is, you know, get this Cuban actor a fucking, uh, uh, you know, award here. But every, yeah, man, this is like, the, the, this this is our Cuban Bible, bro. We live by this movie. You know what I'm saying, dude? Yeah, it's one, it's one of the top 10 movies out there. So, oh, definitely. I, 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 mean, I mean, these young kids just don't understand. Hmm. I mean, the, the movies they watch now, they, they nah, they, nothing they compares. Godfather and yep. Goodfellas and A Bronx Tale, Casino, Scarface. I mean, those are classics. And ones that, whether it's on TV or if it's on Netflix, Amazon Prime, whatever it is, I, I can watch it over and over and over again. Like, I watched the tape like the 855th thousand time in my life. And, it, and it's crazy, bro. There's so many scenes with him at the cigar. I love it, like, when he's still a fucking low life. They, they get picked up by his buddy, you know, after they do the whole hit for... Uh... Uh, for Frank, you know, and, the, and they, he meets, you know, and they go to the club, right? And he's still like a fucking low-level guy. And he meets you know, Michelle Pfeiffer for the first time. But he's in there hanging out, smoking a cigar, right, at the fucking lounge when they're, when they're you know, when they're playing the song. I don't know why it's in my head, you know, uh, living in the yeah, yo, you know, he's over there with his fucking cigar. <laughs> oh, man, it's such a classic, bro. Love this fucking movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. And, yes, and let me tell you something. I wish I knew what the hell they were smoking, but I guarantee you they had some good shit on, on stage. You know, oh, probably. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure that they make a little thing on the internet where we could probably go into a search engine and put what cigars that they smoke in, in Scarface, and you could probably find them. Like the show I watch, Graves, and um, the guy who wrote, the guy who writes it, directs it, and stars in it, Will DeMeo, He's I, he like endorses Padermo cigars. So like throughout really- the whole throughout the whole season two, all it is is Padermo cigars that that he sure. smokes and the rest of the cast smokes. Except yep. for big, time, except for big time Tommy, because he with, with his deal with Asylum Thirteen, because that's yeah, where yeah. his cigar branded off of. Okay. He can't be in a show that has cigars unless it's his own. So, like, there's a scene in the last episode where, like, uh, they're doing a whole Fourth of July party thing, and there's all these tables set up in Brooklyn, and you see big time Tommy, and and the show takes place in the '80s. And I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at the TV. I go, they didn't have fucking big-time Tommies in the fucking 80s, but hey, made it work. Yeah, no, that's cool. So it's I got to check the show out. You told me about it. Um, it's on, It's on. where is it? With, uh, what, what streaming service? Uh, Amazon Prime. It's Gravesend? That's what it's yeah. called? Okay. Yeah, season, season one is only four episodes, but season two has, like, a, a bigger cast in it. Chaz Palminteri's in it. Right. Um. Sophia Millos, who was the, uh, she was in The Sopranos, the one where Tony's like banging her in the Roman Empire gear. Like oh, when he's God. like, yeah, she's mm-hmm. in that. 
Chaz Palminteri's kids are in it. Uh, Will Pastore's, uh no, Vinny Pastore's in it. Uh, Arnanda Santi's in it. It's a whole, wow. whole bunch of people. A whole Great bunch cast. of people. Yeah. Great freaking cast, man. Another, and, another and, cool. Not, well done, too. It, it's, a, it's a well done show, in my opinion. So, so it definitely but takes I'm into Brooklyn. Yeah, season one takes place in Brooklyn, and season two, uh, part of it takes place in Miami because he's kind of like on the lamb. I'm not going to blow it. You know, yeah. you'll have to watch, but yeah. you'll see why he's like you watch season one and go into season two, you'll see why it starts off in Miami. They kind of delve into season one and season two a bit because it all kind of ties in. Each episode somehow ties into season one. So, oh, nice, nice, nice. What's your favorite scene of Scarface? Oh, God. There's so many, many, right? There's so many freaking, like, you know, fucking lines I and shit like that. Man. I think the, the the best one, I think, is when, when uh, Frank Lopez wants him killed and he finds out about it. So they're, like, in the office in the dealership, and he already, he already kills Frank. And then you have the cop there, mm-hmm. and he's like, take that one-way ticket to your resurrection. Yeah, and then he bro. fucking just – he's like, I'm a cop, whoever said you was one. Yeah, it's funny because Mel, that was the name of the cop. He goes to him, I told you, you're one of ours. Why the fuck with you? I was like, you too, Mel. You fucked up. That's what he goes right there. Why don't you buy one of yourself, one of those tickets to the resurrection, man? I fucking popped his ass. Yeah. And then then after that, Ernie's sitting there all scared. And he's like, you want a job, Ernie? And he just chugs the Jack Daniels. Fucking takes a swig that kills them, a half a bottle of Jack Daniels, bro. Hey, oh. I would have too if, if I thought I was gonna get killed. I'd be like, oh, shit! If I if I, I I'm about to die, I'm swigging my favorite liquor. That's it. At that point, bro, you're you're done, right? Your your boss just got whacked. They just whacked the cop. You're like, shit! I'm a witness. I'm next <laughs> for the fucking guy. See, that's what's great about Tony, bro. See, what I and so we don't stay on too long here. But what I love about the movie, right? But think about it. The guy had a good heart. You know, he just uh, and it's it's the typical immigrant story, you know, because it's funny. It, it's, it was based in the 80s. Right. The original was based in the in the 40s or 50s. Right. But it was an, a, a, an Italian immigrant. Right. Back then. And this is a Cuban immigrant. Right. Because they based it on the Mario Boatlift. Right. And the 80s war of, the, you know, the Coke Wars and stuff like that. So but the guy had such a great heart because, remember, he was one of those guys that once he made it and he took care of everybody around. Him, right. You know, yeah. So that's that's the whole point. And so he showed that, hey, listen, I'm, you know, I'm doing the things the wrong way. And then at the, and then towards when everything goes down south. He decides not to kill the, the you know the guy with his family in the car. So yeah, it's uh you know it's uh, Scarface one one. And by the way, you punks, if you have never seen it, you should go see it. All right, any millennials? <laughs> those millennials are watching this shit. You know, hey, every millennial's got Netflix, so it's not that hard. <laughs> you too, Swifties, go watch some real shit over here. This guy's a lot yeah. better than than, than uh, Mr. Pfizer. Oh God, those two! I I I think those two are gonna have a friggin' debate soon. Rogers and Travis Kelsey. Oh, I am enjoy- I'm enjoying. Listen, you gotta you gotta appreciate the douchebagness of Rogers when when he when he directs it as something that that he ain't look. Hey, you know you gotta give him credit, bro. You know he doesn't he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't he doesn't care how big you are. And right now, you know Kelsey is it. He's in every fucking commercial, right? He is Mister Endor. He is what Rogers used to be. When Roger was popping, right, in all the damn commercials. So, so hey, we're, you know, double check and all that kind of shit. So he's like, fuck it, man. You know what? Hey, I'm, I'm going to take on the big dog right now. So, Yeah, why not? I mean, you're on the Pat McAfee show and you're getting paid hmm. to, in essence, be a douchebag. So why not get hey. paid for being what you are? 
and actually give him some decent takes. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I, uh, I yeah. agree with some of the shit he says, you know. You're a little douchebag, but I'm, I'm, I agree with a lot of the shit he says. Yeah, and, I mean, and he's like the second coming of Jesus because, I mean, he just tore, he tore his Achilles how many weeks ago, and he's already oh. throwing a football, and these guys are acting like he could walk on water. R- Robert Griffin III put out, look at this guy and what he's doing. I'm like, okay, RG3, listen. I'm like, the guy didn't get his arm mutilated off in like a oh. scene of saw something. I'm like, I could tear my Achilles and stand on it and throw a football. It's really not that hard. You're not using your leg. You're using your arm. He it's did say that there's a possibility by November 24th. If he comes mm-hmm. back by November 24th. That's going to be def- a miracle. Definitely check whatever the hell he got injected or, or done, whatever the case may be. And if, and if it's true that the, you know, watching or hearing these dolphins bang each other and the sound waves from it has helped them heal. You, 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 did you read that in the New York Post? I read, yeah. I, Dude, so, you know, dolphins mating, the sound waves of the dolphins mating, mating help. I'm like, holy shit, dude. I mean, he's he's watching Flipper bang with another dolphin, and all of a sudden, dude, he's actually the the, the sound waves of the fucking moaning, I guess, of the dolphin. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Are making his, his fucking Achilles better? I don't know, dude. That that you know, listen, yeah, he'll be either the, the biggest idiot in the world or the most brilliant individual, or Christopher Columbus of of, of new recovery, uh, uh, new recovery <laughs> process here for freaking sports injuries like that, all right? Because, damn it, bro, Achilles, that takes that takes time, man. Especially, he's like 38. Well, when I, think he, I think they did some different type of surgery where it's like something that's never been done. So, like, he's like the first recipient of it or something like right. that. But if he's, see, if he's cleared to come back by the 24th, you have to see where the Jets are, though. Mm-hmm. And right now, when you look at the Jets, they're actually still semi-in it. Yeah, they are. Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson has progressed a bit. I mean, the fact that they beat the Eagles, which is something nobody saw coming, and, you know, Eagles fans, you know, not all of them, but most of them, well, Jalen Hurts got his money. Now he doesn't care. Listen, no. Jalen Hurts made bad decisions in yep. the game. A lot of them were throwing, and that's what led to – your loss because ha- what's the one thing that kills you the most in a loss? Turnovers. What did Zach Wilson not have in that game? He did not have a turnover, which was shocking. And he's playing smarter with the ball instead of, you know, trying to make something out of nothing. He's either throwing it away or he's, you know, trying to find a check down or he'll just take the sack, you know, as long as it's not third down. But, I mean, he's, he's, he's playing at a smarter pace now, which is – keeping them in while New England is just and I wouldn't oh. be surprised Bill Belichick's gonna be on the hot seat. So. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. And, and one last thing about that game, also bad coaching decision. Dude, just run the fucking oh. ball. They're not their their yeah. offense is the Jets offense is so bad that it's gonna they're not gonna get it anywhere in fucking scoring position. Okay. So stupid. It's a combination mm-hmm. of all yeah Jalen Jalen has been Jalen has not been having the MVP season he's been having. Uh, and there's a lot of factors for that. I mean, we could definitely do a whole show on it, and we're going to see probably mid when we when we start hitting these teams individually. Uh, but uh, dude, a lot of it has to do with yeah, decision making was horrible in that game, but also was a coaching staff. I mean, who the fuck, you know? Come on, I don't care how good he is. You just don't. Is it? It's not. It's not like it's a giant secondary, all right, or with the freaking um, Panther secondary he's throwing against. Fucking Jets are no. defense. I, Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Not the Jets defense, who's like top five. So. And not only that, the Jets were down Sauce Gardner, 
mm-hmm. you had like three call-ups from the practice squad and they all played like they belonged, yep. like as if they were there to start the year. I mean, to- Tony Adams, nobody heard of Tony Adams till he yep. freaking had that the, the, the game ceiling interception. That's <laughs> a good thing about Nobody knew who the hell Tony Adams was. I didn't know. I'm like, who the fuck's this guy? Some fucking schlep rock who worked at Stop and Shop six weeks yep. ago? Yeah, he's related to Justin Pugh, bro, who just got off the couch and fucking played every single snap of the Giants offensive line. Hey, oh, That's this guy got hurt. Move him over to tackle. Move him over to left guard. Doesn't matter. This guy was out there. He just got paid, too. So, as a matter of that fact, let me tell you, scary, so. the fucking guy actually was negotiating his contract. They offer him some money. Hey, let's bring you off for the rest of the season. Nah, you got to pay me this amount. He almost, he almost got signed by another team, and the Giants were like, I'm looking at the Giants, I'm like, listen, regardless if this is a lucky issue or not, pay the fucking guy. We, we have nothing yeah. else, all right? Pay the effing guy, bro. It's like, that's the only positive I've seen of an offensive, anything that our offensive line has done well this season was in that game. It was all by him. Yeah. And the offense honestly looked better with Tyrod Taylor on the center than it has with Daniel Jones. I don't know, man. It still looks shitty to me. <laughs> well... I, I don't know. From what I've seen with Daniel Jones to Tyrod Taylor, it looked, you know, it, yeah. Tyrod Taylor looks like. Honestly, I wouldn't rush Daniel Jones back at this point. Yeah, I don't but. think I don't think he's playing this week. No, he's, he's already ruled out. Week. Yeah, so I don't think he's playing this week. All right, bro. So Scarface definitely one of the goat movies, right? For sure, we could we could have that in common. Great influence on the on the on the cigar culture. So hey, I'm down with that. So yeah. talking about teams, right? That are are pretty much. And we are what? We're going in week seven. I know it's early, but honestly, dude, I could tell right now that there's some teams in the NFL that you need to stick the fork in them because they are so done. Is that even fun? Oh, I see one that's already. Congratulations, well cooked. Yep, yep. Uh, there's we we got a couple of different terms here, right? And and I and I, you know, kind of like paired them up this way so we could speak on each individual one of them, right? In a specific order, the Carolina Panthers done. All right, oh. I, done. Right, no oh. offensive line. Positive about None. this team is, I look Bryce Young running for his life, but he's he's actually he's had some good games. Uh, not a fan of the short quarterback. I'm a fan of C.J. Stroud, who's that's the kind of quarterback I like. I like I like a dude that's big, six three, yeah. prototype. He's mobile, but can also fucking get back in that pocket and, and show you, yo, I'm gonna beat you, baby, with with what a quarterback the way the quarterback should. Love that. Bryce Young is your guy. You gotta have him on the run, you know, and throw. He does have a nice arm. He makes some great throws, but dude. You've seen him. He's running for his life. He's been hurt a couple of times already. He may not finish the season. So, but again, you put a good offense, just like Tua. You put the tools around him. You put a good offensive line around him. Guess what? You're going to have a damn good quarterback that's going to have a high point offense, right? So, I'm okay with that. Adam Thielen, reborn. (laughs) 33 years old. He was last week, that's for sure. No, so far this year, man, he's been been crazy. He has been like, you know, not just fantasy, but like, you know, top wide receiver, two, three, like for Three, three out of the seven yeah. weeks, he's just been nice. I mean, and and, and it shows you. I always been a fan of Thielen. I think he's a good. He's a good wide receiver. You know, um, you know yeah. he got paid. He's a guy that came out of nowhere, chip on his shoulder, right? Um, so I'm good with that. I mean, but that's been yeah. the two star storylines. But man, they're done. They're so done. Oh, yeah, they're <laughs> yeah, they're fucking overcooked, done. Yep. And I know they paid Miles Sanders a shitload of money, but Chuba Hubbard is a better running back. Oh yeah, well without a doubt, Miles Sanders. Here's why Miles Sanders got paid because he was in a good Eagle system the year before. With an offensive line that was out of this world. That's still a good yeah. offensive line. Yeah. It's like the Le'Veon are... Bell effect. Yep. It's like the Le'Veon Bell effect when he left Pittsburgh and went to the Jets. And then what happened? You saw the downfall, and that's Miles Sanders right now. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yes, sir. Oh man, I just ashes. I just ashes on my uh, little windy out here today. Fucking all over my damn shorts. Jeez. Definitely cooked. Take them out. This shit was overcooked. All right, this is like super well done. You know, charred on all sides of the damn steak. The next thing, <laughs> I gave them credit. They're competitive. They got a good win against uh, against the Dallas Cowboys, which I love them for that. Uh, and the fact that Kyler Murray, I don't know if we're going to see him in a fucking, uh, maybe this season, but I think he's going to be trade bait after that. Uh, Joshua Dobbs, man, he's a nice story because he's been playing awesome, right? Uh, this is a guy that's been with seven teams, you know, dropped in and out. Great story. And you know what else, man? I know you missed this guy. James Conner, man, he's, who could still ball, man? Yeah, I mean, he's hurt right now, but yeah. Yeah, he's. I don't know why Pittsburgh let Connor go. I don't. I mean, he, the two they, years, he's been two seasons with them, and when he's healthy, the dude is a great running back. You're right. The problem is he's hurt most of the time. But man, yeah. you could you could have done him and Najee. You could have you get three running backs in the fucking squad, dude. You know what I mean? It's they could have, but I mean, you you look at the situation in Pittsburgh, and I mean, you trade Kevin Dotson. Now Kevin Dotson's like one of the highest yeah. graded left tackles in the game right now. So. Yep. When you need them the most. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. But they, but to me, with, with the whole Kyler Murray thing, I don't even know why you're letting them practice. Just let them yeah. sit out the rest of the year. The Cardinals are going nowhere. Kyler Murray is either getting released or they're going to trade him. Mm-hmm. And just just ride it out with Dobbs and whoever else. They're probably going to trade Marquise Brown. They're probably going to trade Marquise Brown because teams are already calling about him. And you could probably get a third rounder for Marquise Brown at this point. So, if you could get it, take it. Honestly, dude, they're in the race for Caleb Williams, bro. Fucking just keep losing. Trade Kyler Murray. You're gonna get. They're gonna get at least a one, a first round pick or two second round picks for this guy. You could, you could, you could generate yeah. enough picks to trade down. Because you know the Carolina Panthers are not yeah. gonna drop Caleb Murray. I mean, Caleb. Um, what's his name? What's the name? Uh, Williams. Caleb Williams. They're not gonna Caleb, Caleb Williams. And, they're not going to draft Caleb Williams because they're going to stick with Bryce Young. So they're in a position yeah. where they can get rid of, hey, do, do a Josh Rosen 2.0 over here, bro. Fucking ace. Trade his ass. You know what I mean? I would. I, you're in a position where you could lose the rest of the games of the year and get that pick, baby. Fucking Josh Rosen. That guy was the biggest chooch in that draft. Ten other guys were drafted before me. Those guys were better than you. And it proves it now because I think he's Tom Brady's cabana boy in his mansion. I freaking, I freaking uh, drank uh, Colin Cowherd uh, water when he was um, – because he used to love Josh Rosen at that time. And I thought that he was the best quarterback. Because remember, Bacon Mayfield was the number one quarterback. And then who, I, I forget who was, who was drafted number two. Uh, who was the second quarterback taken in that draft? Baker was one. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. So, Sam yeah, Darnold. It's not saying much, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So – I no. thought he was better prepared, but I, I was so wrong. I've been wrong a lot of times in my life, and that one was like a clear one. Yep. <laughs> He's like a Johnny Manziel 2.0. Oh, yeah, but with a lot less less snaps of fucking behind uh, under center because at least Manziel played, you know, while I have more plays on the Rosen. I, did you see the interview they did that they uh, showed with uh, – what's his name? The, the Dolphin coach, uh, fucking – Josh McDaniel. I mean, Mike McDaniel. Yeah, Mike McDaniel when he was with the Browns, mm-hmm. even even he said it. He goes, "Yeah, Manziel never watched no tape. It showed. It fucking it, showed." 
Wow, they did, man. Right? They did. But again, there's some good storylines there. But I would, I'm them. I am trading Kyler Murray and get the fuck out of Dodge. But stick a fork in them. They are done too. All right. Yep. They're they're outback steakhouse kind of fucking steaks right here. <laughs> and what about oh. the Patriots, bro? It's time. And and, uh, and you you know you you you're, you I I spoke about this in very detail a couple of weeks ago. And dude, Kraft needs to make the call. All right. Um, I think Bill, they're gonna ride out, and that's it. I mean, let them finish a year if you want to. Fuck it, right? Yeah. You're not going anywhere. But I think at the end of the year, there needs to be a conversation where Bill retired. Because if not, I'm going to be forced to retire. I, I think they need to have that conversation now. And uh-huh. be like, listen, listen, at the end of the year, this is the route we're going. You you don't have to leave the organization. You're just not going to be the coach. You want to do like a Bruce Arians type thing where you move up and you're like uh, – vice president of operations or this or whatever it is, you know, that's fine. But we need, we, but we need a new coach. We need a new, you know, foundation. We need everything. Mac Jones is not your answer there. Sorry. He's he's just, he's not, I don't get why. Well, now you get why he dropped so far in the draft and why he landed in Belichick's lap. And if people thought that he was going to replace Brady, you have two teams that had Tom Brady. And in both scenarios for both organizations, you're never replacing him. Mm-hmm. Even the short time he was with Tampa, you're not replacing him. doesn't matter who you bring in. You're not replacing him there, and you're never replacing him in New England because there's just such a high benchmark that he set in New England that nobody's ever going to climb that ladder and ever reach that that rung at the end of it. They're never going to do it. Yep, it's the, same, it's the same thing. It's the same thing in Pittsburgh. Ben Roethlisberger set the bar. Kenny Pickett's never going to reach it. You know, it's the same thing with the Giants. Eli Manning set a bar. Daniel Jones is never going to reach it. You know, it's some teams, yeah, these newer quarterbacks can reach it because quarterbacks in the past, something like anybody could reach the top of the ladder in Cleveland. It's not that hard. It's a little mini step ladder. Yep. You know, and, and again, with Bill, yeah, they'll keep him in the organization doing something, but not as your GM or your vice Keep them away from drafting, period. Unless you need advice about drafting defensive players, okay? That he still has top game. Offensively, yeah. dude, he is still the throwback to, I'm going to drive running backs, you know, uh, no, no wide receivers and, you know, fucking good defense. And that, it doesn't work anymore. This game has changed so much, dude. All right? Yeah. They, they need a Sean McVay, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, Mike McDaniel, Kyle Shanahan. This game has evolved so much, bro, that yeah. – yeah, defense is very important because still wins championship, but you still got to have that offense and then that ability to put up points and have different schemes because everybody that plays the freaking Patriots knows exactly what's coming week after week. Yeah. On offensive side. Yeah, and you know, you you went out and they got to be kicking themselves because you go out and you could have had, um, who is the guy? I always get them confused. The uh, Kobe Myers or Jacoby Myers, whoever his name was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Myers. They signed Juju for the same contract. You could have just kept Myers. Yeah. My, Myers is a better wide receiver. And you'd get more offensive production. They literally do not u- utilize Juju in anything other than a decoy. He has 14 receptions this year for 86 yards. Yeah, no, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. I mean, you, you look at the season Jacoby's having with that great yeah. quarterback either in or uh, Vegas. All right, because no, well, now you have no Garoppolo. Now you have no Garoppolo, so now you're using Brian Hoyer. 
I honestly would would see what Aiden O'Donnell's got at this point. I mean, I think you, you'll see him next week. Like, I mean, he's, Hoyer may be the starter, but I think they're going to be bringing O'Donnell. You know, you know. Devontae Adam is pissed. He wants O'Donnell because he's not getting the fucking ball. And, you know, you know what happens every time this season when a wide receiver complains about not getting targets, they fucking blow up the rest of us. A.J. Brown, right? Same shit. You know what I mean? It's, it's, they they got to get Gary Wilson started to complain, but, you know, poor Joe's young quarterback has got to get him the ball. But it, it, people blow up. You know what I mean? So, um, but, yeah, uh, New England needs to move on. It is time for the Bill Belichick era to end. Yeah. It was a good run, my friend. Yeah. Leave you got nothing left to prove, Bill. You got nothing left to prove. You know, retire the clam chowder stained hoodies and yep. just sit on your couch with your raggedy underwear on and just yeah, eat cam- clam chowder out of the can. There we go, baby. All day, every day. He probably has an endorsement with one of those fucking can clam chowder. So, hell. <laughs> he definitely does. And the Bears, my friend. Oh, here's a story oh. of uh, when. Uh, we got to understand that fantasy football and real football are two different things. Justin Fields is a pretty good fantasy football quarterback, not a real quarterback. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, failed experiment. I thought he was going to have leaps and bounds. He had two good yeah. back-to-back games before last week, but that was against shitty teams. We see what happens when he plays a team that knows what the hell he's going to do. Um, he's not the answer in Chicago. And it's a damn shame because uh, they had an opportunity to probably draft C.J. Stroud. Put C.J. Stroud in that offense with Cole Ooh, Komet, yeah. D.J. Moore, the running backs, Mike. Yeah. All right. Darnell Mooney going deep. I mean, picture C.J. Stroud in that offense who they could have drafted. Yeah. Wow. But they decided to trade the number one pick away to Carolina mm-hmm. because, you know, they had confidence in Justin Fields. And yep. Well, I mean. Not, yeah. you, you, the people – have to realize that if any Ohio State quarterback is going to be successful in this league, he's playing in Houston mm-hmm. right now because you've, you've seen all the ones that have come out, like the Cardell Joneses yep. of the world yep. and and Braxton Miller and, oh, and, and, and now Justin Fields. And none of them, none of them have amounted to anything in the league. Cardell Jones now is like on the Washington Vipers and like the XFL now. Yeah, dude, he's killing it out there. Oh, I think he was. But. Well, well, it's the fucking XFL. Yeah. I mean, hell you, hell, you and me could suit up for one of the teams, and we'd hey, be man. killing it. I'll do something out there, bro. I'll, I'll, I'll throw a five-yard pass. You're not going to give me I'll, All I know is this. I got better play calling in Canada. Yeah, bro, fucking Canada, man. That guy is going to be the death of you people, bro. And it's, it's a shame. Your, def- your defense is legit, um, and you're going to compete. That that your, the AFC North is going to be a fucking dogfight, no pun intended, um, because you know, and, and you know the Bengals are not totally back either. So you guys are so in the hunt; it's not even funny. Yeah. And the and Ravens, Ravens got to keep doing stupid shit the like they're doing those losses. Ravens. The Ravens are are hit and miss because you know, obviously, well, you, you kind of got it right in the Tennessee game. You know, you, you know, you're playing the Titans, which is. Well, obviously, they're on this list, so we'll get to them yeah. when we get to them. And yeah, exactly. My, and then I can do my cook-a-thon on that team, which I'm sure Garrett will appreciate. Yep, yep. <laughs> and talking about cook-a-thon, and I specifically oh. put this little horse over here under the dumpster fire. Because that's what this is right here. The Denver fucking Broncos are a dumpster fire, bro. I mean, <laughs> the the freaking Peyton and, Russ, and Russell Wilson's experiment 
it is freaking failing miserably, bro. And it's bad from all freaking sizes. Look, okay. give credit where credit is due. It's, it's my, you know, one of my favorite words to say. You know, Russ, statistically, numbers is having a better season than last year, right? Yeah. The team is not any better than they were last year. One and five. I know, you know, their defense is horrible. I mean, everybody can run against them. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's just really, really bad. I mean, man. I said it. I said it in the past. I said it in the past two episodes I've done, where they have to, where they need to just, and they're going to do it. Where everybody's available to get traded at this point. Yeah, absolutely. The only issue is if you're going to take a call on Russell Wilson, your no team is giving you what you want for him because of that huge extension attached to it. So in essence, you're paying him. If you trade him, you're paying him his guaranteed money to play against you if you trade him, especially within the AFC. They're going to be on the hook for that money regardless. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and yeah. They're going to wind up trading Jerry Judy. Yep. They're going to wind up trading Sutton. They're going to trade Garrett Bowles on the offensive line. The only one they said they're not going to trade is Patrick Sertine Jr., and that's who they're going to build their defense around. Which, which I'm okay with that. That's, that's a good call. Which is fine, but – Sean Payton's not going to get you anything. Listen, Sean Payton's best years are behind him. Right now, you have the Kevin James version of Sean Payton out there from that shitty fuck movie. Which, if anybody's seen that, that's a fucking... I know, I saw it. I I, I had nothing else to watch. That's worse worse than 80 for Brady, okay? And 80 for Brady is a fucking shit show. Um, But yeah, Denver is just... Yeah. It's 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 a dumpster fire. It's it's a garbage fire. It's 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 everything and then some. But but it's a train train wreck you want to look away from. But you want to watch to see if they're gonna actually deconstruct this whole team. And what are you gonna get for everybody that you trade away? Absolutely. Look, because they're they're so heavily. These contracts are not tradable, bro. They're not trade friendly. That's the fucking problem, and that's – I mean, it's like, okay, and we got to go to Daniel Jones and the Giants next, right? And we'll, we'll compare the two different quarterbacks of how easy you get rid of one as opposed to the other. Russ has way too much guaranteed money. Yeah. Way too much guaranteed money. There's no wiggle room, so you're stuck with him. You do have value in Jared Judy. I think Jared Judy in a decent offense, you, you got to get a good number two out of him. And you know, I know Jared Judy well. He's from Deerfield. I know people that went to high school, college with him, I mean, high school with him. They even work for me. They, you know, they, I see the skills, but yeah, he's, he got drafted way too early, right? So, um, but Sutton is, is a good wide receiver, not a number one again either, but they have tools on paper that you thought the Russ was going to be the the issue. And and Nathaniel Hackett right now is smiling with a big grin. Oh, yes, he is. He's proving that, yeah, it wasn't just me. Yeah, I suck as a fucking coach, as, as a head coach. He does suck. Couldn't manage himself out of a fucking paperback. However, he... <laughs> He got all the blame, wrongfully so. It was not just him. It was a no. complete dumpster fire, and everybody else should have gotten the blame. Russ should have gotten a big part of the blame. Coaching staff, everybody else. So, well, Nathaniel Hackett, saw- I told you, it wasn't just me. You saw it in the Jet game. Ru- Russell Wilson literally, not, not not a play on words either, not friggin' figuratively, not metaphorically, none of that, literally fumbled the game away. He fumbled it away. And... It's just, it's one of those, again, where 
you know how everybody takes Tom Brady and Belichick, who made who better? Yeah. People need to give Pete Carroll in Seattle his credit wow. because My he gosh. he made Russell Wilson Russell Wilson in Seattle. Because you see now yep. the story of four guys, Tom Brady, Belichick, Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll. Brady made Belichick better, and Pete Carroll made Russell Wilson better. It's like the polar opposite, but they both are the same story. Gino may not look as good as he did last year, but they're still over 500 and playing way better ball than the Broncos, right? And they and that was a tough they, – they could have won that game against the Bengals. They just could not – they just – they fucked all that up. But they technically yeah. could have been 4-1. You know what I mean? So yeah. – or whatever. What are they, 3-2 and two now, I think? But it is, I thought they won like three straight. Yeah, they, they would have been 4-1. 4-1, yeah, exactly. So whatever, man. You know what I mean? Um – Definitely Pete Carroll, bro. He, his coaching stock and his legacy has just risen a lot in the next two years. He's up there now in, in that pedestal with Reed, Belichick, you know, all these guys. Because, hey, it is. It was all fucking. Uh, the only thing he doesn't have compared to Belichick and Reed are the Super Bowls. But Exactly. The amount of Super Bowls. You got it. Yeah. Mount. He's got one. He got one. Oh, he and, he, and he made one. He appeared, he appeared in uh, another one. But. Yeah. But again, it, it, look, and it, it could it could have gone it could have gone the other way if it would if it would have like the right play call would have been done. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. but yeah, absolutely. Bill Bell, I mean Pete Carroll made Russell Wilson, and we're gonna roll with that. Yeah. And like I said, jumping onto my Giants, uh, fuck them. All right, they, they they're not doing anything this year. It's it's gonna be a dumb. I, I'm hoping that we could just turn it around a little bit, just to like I don't know, man, just look respectable. But you know, Saquon was a bright spot last week, even though he he's he's a little rusty, but. It is what it is, man. Um, that offensive line is fucking Swiss cheese. It makes your offensive line of the Steelers look like the steel curtain. All right, you know what I mean, dude. It's it's it's, it's unreal. All right, how bad that offensive line is? Because I mean, Tyrod goes in there, looks a little bit better, but he's still running for his life. He's still yeah. only able to complete a five-yard pass. You know, they they can't go deep. And it's not like well, I mean, we don't have like super stud wide receivers, but we got a lot of burners, right? We got Jalen Hyatt can burn, so it's Slayton, right? But yeah. we can't get the balls to those guys. Um, well, Waller is like it's like Juju Smith Schuster just with a lot more yardage, but he gets a lot of targets and a lot of receptions. It's everything you know, forty-six yards. Well, at least that Neil didn't uh, put, perform an illegal block in the back on his own yeah. tight end this time. That fucking guy, bro. Hey, fuck Evan Neal too, man. I see that guy on the street, and I swear I backslap his ass. <laughs> you know. Well, well, he calls everybody a burger flipper. He yeah. may be. He may be working at Wendy's or Dairy Queen in the next few months, flipping those same burgers. So, bro, how how can a guy? It can't hold fucking water in a fucking glass. Be pissed about the fans being upset out of playing like shit. You're playing like shit, dude. Take it like I a guess man, bro. How, I guess he doesn't realize how sports works. Mm-hmm. We cheer we you when you're good. We, we cheer you when you're good, and we bash you when you're bad. Whether it's a single player, the team, the coach, doesn't matter. That's just what it is, and if that's something that a player is going to get mad about, then maybe you're in the wrong field. Maybe you should fucking be an accountant or something. I don't really know what to tell Evan Neal, but I can tell you this much. I don't flip burgers, bitch. First of all, dude, that dude ain't that damn bright to be an accountant. And you don't have to be that bright to be an accountant because everything is spreadsheets nowadays and you have formulas and you have fucking uh, tables. That dude, dude, uh, F him, bro. He's not the sharpest tool in the shed and he's not that good of a damn uh, lineman either. So he could go pound sand. I got your burger right here, bitch. <laughs> Fuck him. God, but look, and now talking about quarterbacks, right? At least Daniel Jones' contract and people bitch about the forty-five million dollars. I get it, dude. 
but he doesn't have nowhere near the amount of guaranteed money. And after no. next year, you'll be able to get rid of Daniel Jones. And you already guaranteed a majority of his freaking money in the signing bonus. Yeah. It's one of those things that, yes, you're going to take a hit, but people will trade for Daniel Jones because of that contract. All right? Yeah. A whole lot easier than they will for Russell Wilson. Or even Deshaun Watson. Absolutely. Well, no, forget Deshaun Watson. is like, the, the, shit, man. <laughs> Nobody's got to touch it. Supposedly, he's supposed to play this week. Let's see what happens. Let's see if, <laughs> if he's okay he's with Mei Ling. Or or cream of some young guy, you know, one of the two, right? It, it's I don't I don't think I I don't see why I mean they had no business winning that game against the Niners. No. And let's be honest, it was gifted to them. Mm-hmm. Because that hit on Moore from Gibson, I'm sorry, was not what they called it. The pass interference they called like five minutes later yeah. was was should have been more on Amari Cooper than it was on uh Traverius Ward. Which you know again, but the you know, but the NFL officiating is atrocious. But you can't solely blame NFL officiating for a loss because even though you were down, McCaffrey and Debo Samuel, you still have Ayuk, you still have friggin' uh, Man Bun Kittle, you have friggin' Elijah Mitchell, you have Kyle Juszczyk, you have weapons available at your disposal, and you didn't utilize them. Their third string running back Mason is nasty as well, right? And it's one of those things that if anything was going to go wrong and everything was going to go wrong is that game. You know, it was it, Purdy was due for a bad game and a loss after winning so many freaking games. And that was it. Weather was bad. You're playing a top fucking three defense in the league. It's one of those things, man. And they almost won it. So, And what's funny about all that is because obviously Cleveland's got, I'll, I'll admit it, they have a top ten defense, right? They do. I think that I think they're they're close to like top five. Top they six. they've given up. We're going into week seven, and they've only given up a total of a thousand offensive yards. Mm-hmm. But there's only one quarterback in the league who's thrown for over two hundred yards against them. Pick it. And nobody what? I knew you would know it, but nobody else knew it. So for everybody saying that Brock Purdy is better than Kenny Pickett, mm, well, we beat the Browns. You didn't. So. Well, Give look, the 45 or something else to complain about now. Now, Jim, 76 of those yards was one fucking pass to, uh, to Pickens, bro. That, that's why Pickens is special. Hey, <laughs> it hey, was a third-yard pass, bro. 200 yards is 200 yards. I don't care how you get hey, it, hey, but he hey, got it. And do credit, bro. He was on his ass when he threw that pass. He didn't see Pickens catch the ball. <laughs> you know, dude, he's, he's stuck in there, bro. He let it go, and he hit him right in, the, right, right in his hands, baby. So it was a pretty good damn pass while he was on the ground. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, no, my Giants at this point, man, stick a fork in them. They're done. Uh, you know, shit, if we get, we're playing Washington, I'm hoping we get a win this week just to, like, for moral support here. But they're done. They're done. I'll, commend, another- Bar- I'll commend Barkley for this. Me too. Because they, they, they obviously asked him, you know, with the trade deadline looming. And he came out. He said, he goes, I don't want to be traded. I want to finish my career here. Even though he could get money elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Another team will overpay for his skill set. But he wants to stay and play for the Giants. And, and I commend that. Is he going to give them a hometown discount? No, not, not next year. It's, it's one of those, you're going to have to evaluate it in the offseason. Because what if he goes on this tear now? Where you're gonna have to pay him, and will the Giants remember, pony up the money? Remember, he could get franchise tag again because he took the franchise tender this year. 
So he's eligible to get it. Now he's going to get paid a shitload of money on his second franchise tag, right? More than what he's making now. Uh, but the Giants have that option as well. So listen, from a team standpoint, depending on what everything pans out here, you know, and, and again, he's, you know, he missed like three games. You might just franchise tag his ass again. He might not be happy, but it might be the best case scenario for the Giants and probably for him. So we'll see. We'll see. Those guys, those guys are going to be tangling, bro. And, and if you sign Barkley long term, you can't give him a three year deal, right? It has to be a fucking, you know, two years, you know, two years, maybe give him a third. Whatever. It has to be something small, man, because he's unfortunately, dude, he's in. He's you know, he, he's got to get hurt. That's 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 like a given. Yeah, I would give him at least at the most at the most three. Yeah. Nothing and, more nothing more than that because he's already he's already hitting that span yep. of where a running back's career starts. Yep. Decline. And the only reason why he's already there is because he's been hurt so much. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's only so many anomalies in this league where running backs at an older age are still performing like a Derrick Henry. And McCaffrey. Not not and McCaffrey and not many are doing that. And if mm-hmm. Barkley didn't get hurt as much, he'd be on that level. Yep. Absolutely. But because he's been injured so much, because the offensive line is it's just atrocious. This year hurts him in, in a contract negotiation, regardless if he rushes for over a thousand yards this mm-hmm. year, say fifteen touchdowns at this point. It still hurts his value. It still yeah. hurts it. Yeah. There'll be Giants fans that sit there and say, give him five years. Give him what he wants. No, you're an, you're an idiot. This is why stats and analytics, even though as much as I can't stand every analytic thing that, that's out there, yep. but in football, there's certain analytics that you use to gauge a player's worth. Injuries is part of that. So if you don't understand that, do me a favor. Do not watch football. Do not watch us talk about football. Just sit in your basement, play Dungeons and Dragons with your nose-picking dorky friends, and that's it. And just shut the fuck up and let the fucking real people discuss what needs to be discussed. Thank you, and have a good night, ass. That is. Shit, I love to my friend. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> say hello to my little friend. It's, uh, that's a, that's a, hey, of course, that's the one that everybody loves. Oh, man. Hey, Gina. Uh, no, the, my, one of my favorite lines in the movie, we're going to go back. Uh, when he's sitting at the damn uh, restaurant with uh, Gina and, and Manny, and he's all fucking high as shit. He goes, look at that, man. I got a junkie for a wife, man. Her womb is so polluted. <laughs> Even how a little baby, man. Here's <laughs> other fucking guys. Like, <laughs> give her another quail, she'll love me in the morning. Yeah, give her another quail, she'll love me in the best party, bro. Hey, hey, say hello to the bad guy. Fuck it, anyway. my hundred dollars suit, man. <laughs> you need people like me, so you can point and say, "Get the bad guy." Yeah, pour your fucking filthy fingers at me. Oh God. Talking iconic. about filthy. It's iconic. Talking about filthy, though, bro. The fucking Titans are filthy. Oh. They're just filthy in the wrong way. I mean, look, you got oh. three quarterbacks that don't amount to one starting quarterback in the NFL. I don't nope. know why they dropped the Will Levis if they're starting Malik Willis. If they're putting Malik Willis in the lineup after freaking Tannehill goes down. And more of the same of last year. Yeah. I mean, it, it was funny because after Malik Willis played last week, 
because we all remember when Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett came out in the same year, it was the whole debate, do the Steelers take Willis or do they take Kenny Pickett if both are available? Oh, my gosh. Thank God we took Kenny Pickett. There was a because, common sense there. Because Malik Willis, and I said it, he wasn't NFL ready. But the Titans aren't doing this kid no favors by not giving him any first team reps. So what do you expect him to do when he's out there? He's got, but the one thing Malik Willis has to learn to do is not hold on to the ball for six hours because you are going to get annihilated. And he did. What was it, like in three minutes? The Ravens racked up like seven fucking sacks in like three minutes. Mike Rabel needs to go. Tannehill's done. They're, they're going to try to trade Derrick Henry. Yeah. It's, I would it, too. It, I mean, he has value. He's still, like you said, he still has, you know, yeah. performance but left this year. So, yeah, trade him to a contender because they got to give you some. Some great assets in return for Derrick Henry. Yeah, just don't trade him to the fucking Chiefs because they're trying to get everybody. Oh, my gosh, absolutely. I mean, they got McCall Hartman back. That was the dumbest thing ever. Somebody tweeted, we just traded for McCall Hartman. And I said, that makes no sense because when he was a free agent, you could have just re-signed him. But so, in essence, you gave up a draft pick to give up a guy you could have just kept. Mm -hmm. That's true. That is absolutely true. And the Jets were dumb for never utilizing him in no. anything. Until you last week. Utilized them for what, like two plays? And it, it probably just as a decoy. And that was the gadget guy they brought in for Rodgers, right? Because they can't do those yeah. plays with um, with Zachy. So it's 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 a reason why. No. They got, and it was, it was good to have. But you know what? Six and a seven, bro? Come on. Shit. They got a lot more than they did, man. I mean, they you know, at that point with his production down and they're being utilized. Watching Kansas City, he's not going to have like 20 freaking touchdowns or 10 or whatever. But he'll score three or four times because they got to use him the same way they used him last year. Which is, they need the help. They need the help. So, Mr. Pfizer is not fizing the end zone right now as much as they want to. So, well, he's finding Taylor's end zone, that's for sure. Well, for sure. In and out of the game, baby. It doesn't yeah, matter. He's, he's in and out of her blank space. Yep. All, all, all the way down, baby. Down. And all he, all he does is shake it off. Yo, I, I hope he is, bro, because shit. It's not even a fucking hot one. Anyway, but the Titans, going back, going back to the Titans, dude. Uh, so, yeah, you got three quarterbacks that don't amount to one. You're way, you know, you got Derrick Henry, who's a Hall of Famer, probably one of the best running backs in the history of this game. And he's still doing it, bro. I mean, they just, you know, and it's a shame because they're the backup running back, Tajay Spears, is nice. It's really yeah. nice. So, you got two guys that you could actually line up together because Tajay can catch it if you had yeah. a semi, you know, serviceable quarterback, right? Think about it. Their offensive line is not bad. They got a really good defense. DeAndre Hopkins can still catch. When Traylon Burks get back, he has another good wide receiver. Quonko is not being utilized because it's Tannehill. Quonko is a good tight end. You know what I mean? He's like a Colt command, more athletic. Um, they just don't have a quarterback. I mean, it, that's just the bottom line. If you're going to put Malik Willis in there, dude, don't expect Malik Willis to make these throws. You're going to have to put him on a Tebow kind of style, right? Let him let him use his athleticism. You got to get more out of him yeah. running the football more than throwing it, you know? And with Derek Henry, but you got to come up with something. But like you said, bro, Brable is not the guy to come up with shit like, you know, out of this, out of the box, right? He's not that kind of guy. He's not that kind of co coach, right? He's, he's not a Kyle Shanahan, oh. a Sean McVay, uh, a Mike yeah. type coach. And that's and that's the thing with these with these older coaches like the Belichicks. The, the games evolved, and it's passed them by. Yep. The and they're and, no, and, and they're just and they're just like they're just mainstays because like like in New England, Belichick. The reason why he's still there is because you had the twenty plus year dynasty. And that's the reason why he's still there. It's, you know, Andy Reid. Is the only one. Does it is evolve. the only one who, who 
isn't a mainstay because he can evolve with the game. He did. Belichick can't do it because Belichick is just like, nope. You know, like we said a little while ago, it's just this is what we're doing. That's it. Take it or leave yep. it. Fuck you. I don't care. I'm going home to my dog. He's drafting everybody this year. Andy Reid has always been able to evolve with the times and the game. Give him props. But, but what Kansas City's missing, and this is something that me and Garrett touched on a little bit last weekend, is when you look at the like, like when you look at the Eagles and the Chiefs, the Eagles situation is is that they're more in a you know new coordinator situation. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to, you know, so they're trying to gel to a new system. Kansas City isn't as dominant as they were because they're missing. Eric Bieniemy, yep. who and will Eric, be, yep. who will become the new head coach. Oh yeah, the Denver Broncos because it is the perfect situation on a team in a rebuild, mm-hmm. a first year head coach who's been a, a an offensive ju- offensive coordinator juggernaut for years now, who should have already been a head coach, mm-hmm. but that's what they're missing in Kansas City is that. That they're not as dominant as they were because Kansas City should be blowing out everybody. The only team they blew out was the was the Bears. But that I mean, that, I mean, you lost to the Lions. You, you almost lost to the fucking Jets. You almost lost to Zach Wilson. Dude, anybody can blow out the fucking um, Bears. All right. At one point, they were leading by like what twenty points or fifteen points. Uh, the Denver Broncos were. They were blowing out the Bears at one point. I think if you, me, Garrett, his co-host Jalen, Aaron from Brutally Honest, Brent and Dave from 1420 Sports formed a football team, we could beat the fucking Bears. Probably. Probably. The and, Bears. and if we got the cast of Little Giants, because I'm sure uh, Becky O'Shea, Icebox, could probably still tackle. Yeah, she's probably still huge, though. Um, yeah. So hot to trot, but she's still got a squat. There we go, baby. <laughs> Hit that PAT. <laughs> Oh, the Tennessee Titans are a mess, bro. It's a shame. Good defense, good offensive line, good running back, good wide receivers. My gosh, nobody at home at a quarterback. Let's take a four, no. bro. I don't care if they're two and four. They might they, they might go up and down. They're not making the playoffs. No. And, and right now, Tennessee, Tennessee is a below-mid team. Yep. They're not even yeah. mid. They're, below, they're way below mid. Yep. Exactly. exactly. There's like not even a word to describe where they're at right now. Mm-hmm. The next team, the Vikings, I know everybody's going to be like, you're crazy, bro. Look, they won last week. No, listen, brother. Jefferson being out for a extended period of time. They, I, I like Addison. I like K.J. Osborne. But their defense yeah. sucks so much, bro, that when the reason they were staying in all these games is because Jefferson was there. Addison is getting some love. Second guy, right? The feeling of the new – he's a new age yeah. feeling for that team, right? More athletic, faster, right? I think the kid, no doubt, can probably be a number one in the Giants, you know, and, and fucking kill it. I mean, he'll – Joe, they get, they, he has skills, but look, as great and, and Kirk is leading the league, I think, in, in passing yards. All right. So he's up there like in the top five categories on everything offensively. However, bro, that defense, just like last year, they didn't do anything to improve it. And and they thought that by bringing uh Flores in was gonna be the the band-aid. I mean, Flores cannot go out there and tackle. And and let me break it to you, bro. Flores is not that good of an effing coach, head coach or a defensive coordinator. Everybody knows what he's going to do on defense. I mean, if he was that yep. good, you think he would have stayed? I mean, he would have stayed with you guys as your as your DC, Man. but he didn't because no. Tomlin was like, "Hey, they, I give you a shot, dude." Yeah, he kind of, Tomlin in essence kind of was like, "Hey, listen, you know, you're in a shit situation with the whole 
you know, you know, with the whole yeah. thing when Belichick leaked the text messages between yeah. him between him and Flores with the whole thing with the Giants and with, with all that nonsense. Yeah. And Tomlin was like, ah, you know what? I'll throw you a fucking bone. Come over throw here and we'll just make up a title for you. You know, like what they did in Casino with Sam Ace Ross. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, he's running the joint, but it's like, OK, you're the assistant director of beverages or some shit. Like, yeah, like, like Flores had a different title. He's like the assistant secretary to the traveling secretary is some nonsense. Yeah. He's a secretary to the secretary, assistant director of uh, things without importance. It's yep. shit like that. So, and, that, and, he, and he's showing. And he's showing. That's, that's you know, because if he was not coveted, he would have a star. You would have a DC anywhere else, right? But yeah, that's how desperate the Vikings are. That defense is soft. They, they can't do shit. And um, it, it's one of those things that they could score the points, but they're, they're going to lose all the games, all the close games. And and a good defensive team is going to shut down Kirk, right? You know, it's, that offense does have holes, right? And now that Jefferson's not there, the, the hole just got freaking bigger. So, And he's not going to be back. Trust me, if that team has three wins by the time Jefferson is cleared, if I'm the Vikings, I'm like, yo, we're going to pay him. doesn't matter. But just fucking yeah. keep him out. Because the, the last thing we need is for this guy to get a fucking torn ACL as well. So. Yeah. And the other thing is, if Minnesota's smart, if Kirk Cousins is smart here, Mm-hmm. Waive your no trade clause. I would, but when but when he does it, because being since he controls it, he's got to okay. I'll waive it, but I'm not going to I'm not going to the Cardinals. I'm not going to Tennessee. I'm going to a playoff contending team. So like mm-hmm. in essence, if you wanted to trade him to say the Jets, mm-hmm. which would make sense because he's a free agent at the end of the year. You don't have to pay him anything. Minnesota's going to pay him for the rest of the year anyway. Whatever guaranteed money he's got. Minnesota's already paid him, so you're not paying him anything. So going to the Jets, in essence, you could keep Rodgers out the rest of the year. Cousins will get you into the playoffs with the Absolutely, Vikings. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. With, with, with Brees Hall and the and, and, and you know the, as the main running back, because Dalvin He's Cook back. is pretty much Dalvin Cook is done. He's on the trade block. They're gonna trade you his have ass. Garrett, You have Garrett Wilson. You, you know you have Randall Cobb. Cool. You have Conklin and 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 um, the other tight end. I can't pronounce his name. Uzmata, whatever his name is. Yeah, you have Uzama, Uzama, whatever Uzama. Yeah, yeah. They have a good defense. Something Minnesota do. doesn't have, and Kirk Cousins will get you at least to the wild card. I mean, you may not win it, but you'll get there. You you know who they could even trade him to, and they got to get a huge return because Kirk Cousins has a lot of value, right? Kirk Cousins is not a bad quarterback. All right, he is a he's a damn good quarterback. You know, he's almost borderline elite. Just hasn't had the history of winning. And when it matters the most, but he is an elite quarter. He's a, he's a, almost there. He could he could get you the way you need to do. Put him in the Titans, and I'll guarantee you the Titans are going to be better off with Kirk Cousin at the helm. Kirk Cousin may not want to go there, but that's that'll be the story. But put Kirk in the Titans. Think about that, mm-hmm. right? Shit, you know that team will be turned. That team, that, that, and then you got to talk about the Titans to get him out. Of, you know, take the fork out because I think there's a little more. You know, he's not done. They're not done yet. Leave him on the grill a little longer. Yeah, I mean, hell, you could put Kirk on the Browns. He'd make them more fucking. Oh, my he'd gosh, yeah. Team, especially with, oh. Amari Cooper, bro. Amari Cooper's nice. He got Elijah Mitchell hasn't been, been utilized correctly. He's, he's got shit, you know, even even then the, the, the backups after that, Peoples Jones, stuff like that, even without Chubb, all right, with Ford and, and Kareem Hunt. And Kareem Hunt, people forget that Kareem Hunt and uh, with KC, they utilize him a lot in the passing game. Yeah. So, no, there's teams that could use him. Absolutely. And he has a lot of value and. You know, you know, it's like the stock market, bro. You got to trade when when the value is high. You know what I'm saying? That's where you got to make your money. You could put them even with, if you really 
wanted to do this, and it would be kind of stupid to do it because they're in the same division. Green Bay. Yeah. Well, they, they, they're because, they stick with love. because Jordan Love is not ready. He's, he's not the answer. Yeah. But they got to stick with Love because they have so much invested time wise on them. You know what I mean, dude? That, that that's gonna be one of those that they gotta they gotta see what they have within two years, and then they gotta move on after that. So it's a lot, it's a lot of wasted time invested, it but it is. I, I think I think Green Bay did that to kind of push Rodgers out sooner. And Rodgers is like, yeah, no, I see your game plan. You're playing checkers. I'm playing chess. I'm yeah. fucking staying. That's it. Fuck you. I'm going to leave. I'm ready to leave. I'm winning That's two it. MVPs and show you motherfuckers that you should have got me a, a, another fucking wide receiver and mm-hmm. another running back. I mean, even, even that in the Rodgers situation, there's only so long you could expect the quarterback to make the weapons when you don't draft them. And Rodgers at this point was just like, you know what? I'm fed up. I'm not going to be part of a rebuild. And that's why he wound up going to the Jets because it's a team that's literally almost rebuilt. The only thing you were missing is the quarterback. That was all you were missing because Zach Wilson will keep you in a game for so long. But Zach Wilson's not getting you to the playoffs in a – what really is now a two-team race between the Bills and the Dolphins. Yep, absolutely. The Bills and the, Do- and the Dolphins. And, and the Dolphins right now, if they don't get hurt, a big game this weekend, you have they're going against the Eagles. That's another tell-tape. I mean, they failed their first test, which is against the Bills, right? And I, I think the, the Eagles are going to match up really well. They have the secondary that is also a physical secondary, just like the Bills yeah. were, and it's going to give Tariq and Jalen Waddle. That's the... Because those two guys, when you when you're dealing with speedsters, bro, you gotta you got you gotta get physical with them, bro. You gotta bump the hell out of them, bro. All right, they make them uncomfortable. That's how you beat speed, and they have the secondary to do that, and the front line to rush as well to make uh, Tua try to like get rid of a lot quicker than he usually do. So it's it's a big test for them. If they if if the if the Dolphins beat the um, the Eagles this week, which is gonna be tough because the Eagles are gonna come back ham on. Yeah, they they want to they want to like fuck. We lost last week. This cannot happen two weeks in a row. It's a yeah. crappy loss last week to go against the Dolphins now, but um, it's gonna be an interesting test. This is a real test for the Dolphins, and and it's gonna it's kind of like a, a real kind of like making game, right? It's a tell of the tape kind of game to see how real the Dolphins are. But even like 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 with the Niner Brown game, and even though the Browns had no reason winning that game at all, what. The Eagle Jet game is sort of similar because it's it's that game where, in essence, you you you, you know the Eagles and the Niners were undefeated teams, right? Yep. So they're on this high horse and they feel that they're untouchable, and now they got touched, and it humbles you a bit now, mm-hmm. and it kind of gets you back to, all right, we're not this dominant team we think we are, but we could still win. But we can't go in there with this cocky mentality anymore. If we're gonna just go in and decimate all like we're fucking Dominic Toretto and Fast and Furious Thirty Nine on a fucking you know on a fucking turbocharged wheelchair. Yep, but yep. um, the Eagles will bounce back. But I don't. Th- I think Miami because you have speedsters. Tariq Hill literally can. You could throw him a five yard little dink pass and he'll take it for forty. So, it, it, listen, it's a tough game for both. It's a tough, it's yep. really, it's a tough battle for both teams. And thank God that's the Sunday night game because that's the sexiest oh, matchup of the week. That is. That's the juiciest matchup of the week right there. Yeah. So, Jim, 
Talking about juicy, a lot of these steaks were all fucking overdone. That's why we stick a fork in them because they're done. I, I think uh, we're going to do, we're going to revisit this category again with the other teams when we do uh, pretenders and contenders, I guess, because these are the teams that are eventually going to be in the bubble, kind of. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what I got, man. All right, Jim, before I move on, man, let me uh, let me uh, share a word from our sponsors, uh, Bet US, where the game begins. Biggest. Um, Biggest sign-on bonus in the industry, all right? 125% sign-on bonus. If you use, uh, uh, check out the link. It's going to be in the description. Uh, definitely go check out BetUS, man. If you're a degenerate like I am, uh, Jim, unfortunately, is becoming kind of a little bit of a degenerate as well because he's sharing me his fucking parlays week after week, and he's uh, he's hooked. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, hey, here's a word from our sponsors of BetUS where the game begins. I've been to 56 straight home games. I've tailgated 61 times. I've been to 31 practices. I've collected 17 autographs. I've had 27 beers built on me. Make that 28. I've got one sports book. I've got one sports book. I've got one sports book. BetUS.com. Sign up at BetUS and get a massive 125% bonus. All right, baby. So, uh, Jim, you ready to do some pickums? Let's let's, let's 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 scroll down to the pickums, bro. Let me pull up the screen here. Share. Let's let's. What do we do? Oh, wait a minute. Got the wrong crap here. Let me uh let me share the uh let's share our screen. And let's do some ESPN pickums here. Let's pick against the spread here. All right. Let me go back. Go to the studio. Bring this bad boy up here. All right, and you see, you notice I pick right uh, in the in the first game of the week, which was Thursday. If you notice right there, I pick plus, I pick Jacksonville plus three and a half, and that baby hit, baby. You know what I'm saying? So, Raiders and Bears. I know the Raiders. Uh, Raiders are favorite, regardless of who's starting quarterback, but they're both playing with their backups. Um, who you think you who you got in this game? I, I know who I have. It's gonna be an ugly game, though. Well, in in the picks me and Garrett do, which are straight up, I took the Raiders, so I would probably I would. I would take them. Me too. I am. I, I would, never got. I yeah, would, me too. I got the Raiders because as that, well. Bears backup is. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what that kid's <laughs> gonna do. He's an undrafted guy. I mean, let's say, imagine if they they, they got a purdy out of him. <laughs> It'll be an oh, easy decision God. to trade fields. Oh, Definitely got Raiders. Got one. Yeah, I know. Definitely got the Raiders. I think that that Purdy issue is like once in every millennium or some shit like that. We're not going to see another one to like, you know, the the 2100 year or whatever the hell it is. You and I are both so long dead. It's not even funny. Yeah, I'll be uh, in Browns the and Colts, uh, you know, you got Minshew Magic here who uh, played really bad last week. Uh, turned it over like four times. Uh, I think if to me, if uh, Deshaun plays, I, I got the Browns on this one. What do you think? I unfortunately, and it, I had to hold in my vomit when I typed in my picks to Garrett this week. Uh, yeah, uh, even with even without Deshaun Watson, I think the defense. Yeah. And yet, I think I think the Browns are still going to beat the Colts. Okay. I mean, you, you have Jonathan Taylor, but what's he going to do against that yep. that front line and yeah. of the defensive line? He's he's not going to do much. So. I hate to say it, Cleveland Browns fans, this is the second time this year I fucking picked your shit elves team. I can't stand doing it. My stomach is churning as I'm saying it, but you guys will win. Although, I'd rather this game end 
like the scene in Dark Knight when Heinz Field just fucking collapses. Okay. But they will win, unfortunately, while Watson is at Becky Sue's blow em and go spa, watching on a big screen in the waiting room while getting serviced by four Asians. That's, yeah. Unfortunately, the fucking Browns. God, I, I hate picking them. Whatever, whatever. You know, it's Cleveland, bro. You, you never know what you're getting over there. Right, before we yeah, start, well, now, listen, we're, I'm on a streak, <laughs> all right? Look, I'm 53 and 41, all right? Look, 92%. I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty darn good. I'm actually in the league as well. I'm tied for number two. So, uh, no pressure, okay, man? All right? Don't fuck my shit up. All right? So, so far, so far, so good. Oh, this is a lot of points. It's a lot of points against the New England Patriots, man, but uh, I feel very confident that, you know, it's another it's another one for Bill who, who scored, like, fucking six points in the last three games or something like that. I don't know. Man. Well, the Patriot defense is decimated. Gonzalez is out the year. I think Judon's out for the rest of the year. Yep. The only thing that they're saving grace is now, like, in the toilet. So I, I, we don't have to like we don't have to discuss much here, right? Right, the Bills absolutely. Yeah. Here we go, man. Matchup of the week for us Giants fans. Hey, this is fucking toilet water, bro. I I would go. I'll let you. I I'll would let go, you pick. I would go with the team with a, with a thousand names at this point. Mm-hmm. I would go with Washington. Sam Howell is. I mean, granted, he's tied with Jones for getting sacked the most in the league. The reason why nobody bashes Hal the way they do Jones for it is because Washington's winning, the yep. Giants are losing. So unfortunately, you guys are going to wind up being one and six. Yeah, unfortunately, and Washington's going to win this. I mean, I honestly don't even think it's going to be that close of a game. Me too. I don't think so. Uh, you know, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, last week we pulled one of our asses. We had a chance to like be more competitive. Um, Tyra Taylor screwed the pooter, audibling, you know, calling an audible right right before the half, and we had no opportunity to do anything. So just, uh, you know, one of those things. So I agree with you. Uh, as much as I hate uh, giving the commandos <laughs> a fucking win, it, it it's bullshit. But, uh, you know, when I do my picks this week, I'm, I might skip this game just at a moral high. Uh, you know, <laughs> might go to confession. The Atlanta Falcons and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, look, Baker had a rough game the week before. But Baker's been playing good ball. You know, and uh, I think it's a rebound game. What do you think? I don't even – I don't know. Because I know Baker got hurt in the last game. So, he's questionable, but he's going to play. He's, he's the One thing about Baker, he, he, he plays through injury, well, man. He's he's, well, you know, he's on worst enemy. His whole, well, his whole career has been fucking questionable, but – <laughs> uh, yeah, but this is the best year I think I've ever seen him play. Even the year yeah, that I'll, he went, I'll give him that. He's yeah. definitely played a lot better in Tampa than he ever has in Cleveland. Desmond Ritter's not the guy in Atlanta. No, no. he's definitely. I mean, they got something there with Bijan Robinson. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, yeah. they finally managed to get the ball to Kyle Pitts, which Kyle Pitts should be on a contending team. Yep. Not stuck in Atlanta, just running yep. routes and sitting there going, look at me, look at me. I'm open. I'm wide but open. Throw, but let's throw it to Drake London, who's got like five people on him. Yep. Yep. Hit me. I I'm gotta, open, coach. <laughs> I got to I gotta take Tampa. Me too. That, I, 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 think, to. I love the spread. The two and a half, that's a really friendly fucking spread. I'll tell you that yeah. one. And I'm shocked here. Uh, and, and I get it. It's the Ravens, right? But for Detroit to be... The underdog here, I don't know. I don't know. It's Vegas, I think, trying to tell us something, right? 
that, um, that's very I, to me that's disrespectful because Detroit has been and I, I said it in the offseason they're going to be a team that plays with a chip on their shoulder they got the right coach they got a they got a decent built team I picked the I picked the Lions and our picks are Steel and Teal to win and I'm taking the Lions here too I'm going to pick them too I, and I know I know Montgomery's hurt but I think it's another opportunity for Jamar Gibbs who they were high on to really show what he's made of right and I think they're going to use them in other ways to make them successful because uh, it's been a problem with the carries. Um, he's just not getting a lot of yards when he carries. He could catch the ball really darn good. But, dude, uh, look, Goff isn't playing out of his mind. All right? And he started playing out of his mind last year when they went on the hot streak before they made the playoffs. So I'm, I'm with you, man. I think it's a complete disrespect. I get it. It's the Ravens. But the Ravens' yeah. offense is not what it's cut out to be, man. Bateman is like masturbating in the sidelines because, you know, it's, it's still guy, just Mark Andrews guy, and Zay Flowers. That, that guy's dropping passes you should catch. And then you have these announcements. Well, you know, he hasn't had a lot of practice and this, that, and the third. Well, whose fault Bullshit. is it for fucking getting injured all the time? Come on. No, he's a you, you mean to tell me? You mean to tell me one right thrown right at your chest, you can't catch it? Lamar couldn't have thrown a better ball in that situation. No. no. For him not to catch that. Come on. Bateman. And, and I'll give Lamar his credit. But I'll give Lamar his credit because he's developed into being a better quarterback than what he was when he first came into the league. He's a bit more accurate now. And that's another thing. You give him weapons to throw to, like Zay Flowers. You have your security blanket, Mark Andrews. Bateman should be having a field day out there, bro. Because all the attention is Mark Andrews and Zay Flowers. Dude, Zay Flowers is a legit fucking wide receiver. And yeah. yeah, he's small, but dude, that dude is just when he catches the ball, he makes plays. He's a playmaker. So Bateman should be out there, like, dude, not dropping bullshit passes. He should be feasting. You know, four or five targets, he should be converting three of them for like 90 yards at least, man, because he is the third option. And, you know, forget about OBJ. He's just out there. Just, OBJ's just a high, you know, fucking expensive decoy, and he's not even good at that anymore. So OBJ gets hurt drinking water out of the Gatorade bottle. That's true. That's true. He gets hurt fucking sitting down, all right, and, and missing the bench or something. But, yeah, uh, Detroit Lions, I am going to go with that, uh, plus three and a half if it's a close game. And, you know, the Ravens have been in a lot of close games. But if they lose, I think they're still going to cover. So I, I definitely got Detroit. I think Detroit's going to win outright anyway. Here we go, baby. This is all you. You tell me. Whatever you tell me, I'm going to pick in this game. You think your Steelers are also being disrespected, brother? Well, yeah, but, you know, then again, it's the truly deserved. The Rams are a good team. The Rams are. They, they're very pass happy, but, you know, the, the thing is this. Joey Porter Jr. is getting more playing time this week. Is he going to start? He fucking better because he, he – No, he better, he better be starting because Patrick Peterson, all he does is chirp on social media and then he can't back it up and he's getting fucking burnt yeah. by, like, Odell Beckham of all people. Yeah, who he shouldn't Odell. be getting burnt by. But, uh, yeah, Porter should be starting at this point. And I'm, I don't ever bet against my team. So everybody, anybody watching who, who does watch, you already know I'm picking the Steelers. I'm not going to pick. Listen, I'm not going to. I think the Rams are a decent team. Don't get me wrong. But Here, here's, a here's a nugget for you. So, so far, we know Kyron Williams has been top five running back in the league, right? Uh, he's got he's hurt. He's out. He's not going to be out four games. Uh, they got a bunch of, like, cab drivers as backup running back because even their backup running back is bad, Ronnie Rivers or whatever. 
So that's one thing that's going to affect this passing offense because he was a big part of it. Um, yes, Nakua and Cup are legit. The Cup is back. That guy's just a freaking machine, right? Because he's just back and goes over 100 yards reception and even catches a touch on the last one back-to-back game. We'll see that. But I think one thing that we're going to see this, right, if you look at last year, this is when Najee Harris started playing better after the bye week. The difference is the bye week is a lot earlier this year. That's something to take into consideration. Hoping, hoping being a, a momentum builder for you guys. Need something, shit. Because all the changes Tomlin talked about that they were going to make, they didn't make none at all. So, okay, damn, go with that. I, I'm a, I, I like this. And it is, and I think it's going to be a close game because you guys just play nothing but close games. And your yeah. your bother, your bother is see about Matthew, bro. Matthew, it's it's older, and Matthew's going to get sacked, and you guys are going to sack Matthew. So. Oh yeah, Seattle Seahawks and Arizona. Arizona just gives up the, the you know, oh god. I'm Seattle gonna Seahawks right away. I mean, Arizona plays good football, man. But yeah, I think it's bounce back game for Geno. Yep, the Geno that defense. Yep, that that secondary is legit. Yeah. Oh. Packers, the Packers oh. in the shithole show. I'm sh- I'm I am shocked. This game has that low of a spread. Packers, this should absolutely. be a this should be a fucking pick'em game. You're talking about two trash teams playing each other. It's like friggin' it's like it, it, friggin' this is like if you had one dirty stripper boxing another dirty stripper in the ring. It's just gonna be a fucking shit show. Here's my I would prediction. take I would say Green Bay. Me too. Here's my prediction, right? Aaron Jones is gonna play this week because it's a soft ass run defense. And both him and Dylan are going to get in the end zone. I wouldn't be surprised if both rush for over 100. Yep. It's true. I mean, yep. But they're both getting in the end zone. I'm, I'm, this is one of the parlays I might go risky on. Yeah. The Chargers who, wow, you know what I mean? Two and three against, you know, against the Chiefs. Listen, both guys play really well against each other. Justin Herbert elevates and so does Patrick Mahomes. And they waste each other always close games. Uh, what do you what do you think here, man? You think you think the Chiefs are finally you know they they've been close to losing the last couple of weeks. What do you think? Drop my mouse. This is, this is going to be a close one. I, I it, it they're definitely going to sling it back and forth between Herbert and Mahomes. That's for sure. But what's the spread on it? Was it? It's got five and a half. Five and a half. I I think that's a lot. <clears throat> I think Chiefs win, and it's going to be a three-point game. But, but the Chargers cover. Yeah. yeah. On the, I'm, gonna, I, 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 I'm with you. I would take the Chargers as far as the spread, but the Chiefs will win it. Me too. I'm, I'm okay with that. Dolphins are the underdog against the Philadelphia Eagles. See, now that's, that's a bit odd. That's been on. And plus one and a half is one of those you'll be like, shit, here you got to pick the guy that's going to win pretty much, right? One and a half, it's you got two big, two good teams and, uh, it, okay, plus one and a half, minus one and a half. It, it, shit, man. It, it's, at this point, it's a coin flip. Who's going to win pretty much? What do you I, think? Let's see if we differ here. The Eagles got a better secondary right now than the Dolphins do. I mean, Jalen Ramsey's on his way back, but no, I don't he think hasn't he's, played, playing so. he's not playing in this game, I don't think. And if he is, he's going to be rusty as hell. Dude, he won't be able to stick Devonta or Devontae Smith or freaking um, A.J. Brown. 
Nah, but then, but then again, Julio Jones is playing in this game too. Not like he's gonna do much, but that fucking guy's <laughs> gonna get one target, dude. <laughs> yeah, the only target he's gonna get is the gift card that they give away when you do those stupid fucking surveys at the concession stand. I Probably. honestly, I gotta. Uh, this is this a tough one? It's, such, this it's is, such a tough one. It's a tough one, dude. I'm not bullshitting. It's a tough one. I, it, it's almost one that you would almost just wouldn't even want to bet because it's tough. so tough. That if you pick the Eagles and they lose, you're going to be one of those dumbass fans that fucking bashes your TV in and you're at Best Buy at 6 a.m. buying another mm-hmm. one. If I focus on this game, and we, we're going to make a pick anyway, but if I focus on this game, it's probably I'm looking at the uh, the total uh, point score. I, w- I don't think I'll go for a, a pick here. But you give me give, give who you think's going to win. Give me your give me your take. Fuck it. We'll go. We're going to go. We're going to go. We're going to get a little gutsy. I would say Miami pulls it out. So Miami pulls it off. I think yeah. the Eagles are are coming back. They're pissed off. I think Jalen, as much as Jalen has not been having that great of a year, I think Jalen's nope. gonna have a chip on his shoulder. And I think hopefully, I think the offense needs to figure out that you just can't keep forcing the ball to AJ Brown, even though he's having a monster season after he bitched about not getting enough targets. They need to spread the ball around and get Devontae Smith involved as much as he was at the beginning of the year because I think they're a better team when they're able to spread this ball around. And you can mm-hmm. run against Miami and DeAndre and DeAndre Swift, not to be confused with Taylor Swift, and Gainwell, who hasn't been great this year. I think they have enough. They could mix it up for me for the Eagles to um, to win. I'm going to go with the Eagles on this one. Man, and I, and I, feel, I, I feel you, player. It's a hard one. I feel you, player. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, Monday night. Oh. The 49ers and uh, the Vikings. First and foremost, I think Debo is not playing. We're still day to day with McCaffrey. Most likely, he's not going to play. Um, no. But ah, that defense alone, you know, Kirk doesn't do well against really good pass rush, man. No, you, and let's see if Purdy utilizes everything else he's got at this point. I gotta go. I, I gotta I go to nine. Yeah, and maybe maybe they won't cover the the spread. I don't think they're gonna win by seven and a half because they're depleted a little bit offensively. But they have enough weapons. And look, Purdy had his first bad game as a starter. Yeah. Right. You gotta have a bad game. I think Purdy is a good enough quarterback who keeps rising in the ranks, um, who commands his offense very well, and people respect the shit out of him in that locker room. I think it's bounce back game, and I think the 49ers gets back on the winning streak here. Um, even if Purdy doesn't have to have, doesn't have to throw for 300 yards and four touchdowns because that this defense is going to create some turnovers. And the thing that Niners fans have to realize is this. Brock Purdy isn't always going to have a good game. No. He's going to, like any other quarterback, every quarterback is due for a shit game. All of them. Doesn't matter who it is. Aaron Rodgers has had bad games. You know, Brady's had bad games. Peyton, Eli, Ben, Terry Bradshaw, Tarkenton, all of them. They've all had bad games for Niners fans sitting there saying Brock Purdy's not the answer in San Francisco and you're basing that off of one game. You're another idiot. Just don't even, even talk. Even Watch. with that one game, bro, he still had him in position to win. Yeah. It's with not like they got game. blown out. It's not like they got blown out. And he had him in position to win there at the end. So yeah. You know, when that, it says a lot about a quarterback that can do that, have a shitty game, but still have your team in position to win right at the closing minutes and seconds. And if the Niners want to blame anybody, blame friggin' Jake Moody 
because that oh, yeah yeah with straight flat ugly booty. Yep, yep. And the guy's been you. Know, he's gonna be a good a good kicker in this league. No doubt about it. He's a rookie, and that these yeah. are the things that rookies go through. Kick, especially kickers, right? And he's gonna learn from this, right? But he had him in a position to win. So yeah, he had a bad game, ugly game for. Uh, the, but there he was due. He hasn't lost as a starter in the regular season. Uh, yeah. Come on, bro. I mean, not haven't thrown a pick at all this season until this game. So and he still had him in a position to win. So yeah, I've definitely got to go with the 49er. Pedigree's bigger. So here you go, baby. Hey guys, go ahead and tell us, baby. Don't fade us. We make some good picks today. Some of them were harder than others, but yeah, absolutely. There was, there was some real fucking. Some real winners here, so yeah, right. broken clocks, right? Twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Jim, listen, we're heading to that time of the day, and uh, we're gonna go with your douchebag of the week next. This is what you, this is what you live for, right here, my friend. And we're also gonna introduce a new category after, and we're gonna surprise everybody after your douchebag of the week. So, Jim, are you loaded? Are you lock and loaded, baby? Is that clip full? Ready? Oh, oh, it's ready. There you go, baby. So without further ado, Jim's Douchebag of the Week is next. You're a douchebag. Douchebag. You're a douchebag. Douchebag. Jim, did you say you're a, you're a Jersey Shore guy? You, you watch Jersey Shore? Because I have. That's my guilty pleasure. I watch the fucking family vacations with my wife, dude. I mean, it's not because it's, you know. I don't really don't watch those ones. Uh, the older ones, yes, especially the uh, Ronnie, Sammy. Yeah. Uh, Fox. Ronnie's coming back. Ronnie's coming yeah, back, he, bro. Like, yeah. he, he did come back. He freaking had like a 10-page letter of an apology to everybody. I watched it this weekend. I, I saw it on TikTok, some of the fucking clips from it. You know, and they, it, it, oh, please, it was the worst acting I've ever seen in a reality show. They're all sitting there with their fake crocodile tears and their botched up fucking Botox jobs. Freaking Angelina's face looked like she's fucking 70 years old. She looked like a queen's grandma sitting on the stoop during the 4th of July with a misty cigarette hanging out of her mouth. Bro, have you, have you seen her grandmother? That's how Angelina's going to look when she's that age. Like a fucking witch. You know what I'm saying? She does. She's like 30-something. She already looks 70. Oh man! Jeez. So they all ruin themselves. So Jim, who's your douchebag of the week? Oh, oh, the fucking Jim Harbaugh, Michigan Wolverines. How do you get caught stealing signs? How? I mean, we saw the Houston Astros get caught. That's because they used a fucking garbage can to do it. Yep. But how the hell do you? In, it's college football. Why do you need to cheat? Your whole schedule is going up against teams like Appalachian State, who are like oh for a million against everybody. You, oh, oh, why? Why? And well, not only that, Jim Harbaugh's the most overrated college coach, other than Brian Kelly. But I mean, with fucking cash. Come on, I mean, really? Well, that's the other thing. He's the most overpaid coach. I don't know why he's the most sought sought out coach for the NFL because he didn't do too great in the NFL either as a player or a coach for that matter. His brother beat him in the Super Bowl, so you know. That's the one. That's the only. That's the only Harbaugh I can actually respect is John Harbaugh in, in Baltimore. Sometimes I wish he was on the Pittsburgh staff, but not as the head coach, but maybe as an offensive coordinator because yeah, he'd be a lot better. He's good. Than, he's good. He'd be a lot better than Matt Jet sweeps Canada. 
Yep. No, but, I mean, back, yeah. Canada can fucking go back to Canada. It's been used to fucking do. But Michigan's already been under scrutiny for other things, even before the college football season started. Now you add this into it? What Not a good say? look. I think he got targeted as well, too. I, what did he say about the, the, the league? He said some shit. He told me to go fuck off. I, I forget what it was. And I think this is one of those things. His investigation was like, you know what? F you, dude. We got we to we look into your shit and make your life miserable. You can't go against the program. So, really? you know, hey, let me read. Let me read something. So he, he practically is playing all the whole, you know, I don't I had no knowledge of information regarding the University of Michigan program illegally stealing signs. Nor have director, staff or others to participate. So it's kind of like the deflate gate, right? Somebody's going to get fired and it's going to be the full guy, you know? Yeah. Because he took it upon himself to do this for the program. Um, and, you know, what's going to happen is that, yeah, the program was Jim Harbaugh. And everybody's going to be like, dude, we're going to pay you off and make you wealthy. So you just take it. Just think the only thing that's going to happen here is you'll be able to get another job somewhere else. But with a lot more money in your bank account, you're not going to jail. So Yeah, unlike Barry Bonds' personal trainer who injected him with steroids. And then he took the fall and Barry Bonds just pays his commissary every friggin' month until yeah. he gets out. Or whatever the fuck it is, hey. but I, I just don't get why you have to steal. I, I mean, granted, in every sport, somebody cheats. It, it, it's just a, it's it's been a proven fact. But it, it's college football. I get people think that college football is bigger than the NFL, but if it was, it would get played on Sundays with the NFL. But it doesn't. Oh. So we all know. So, so 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 we all know who the bigger money maker is here. The NFL, obviously, but this is just it's not a good look for Jim Harbaugh, who is already under scrutiny for other shit in the offseason. So congratulations, Jim Harbaugh. You're an asshole. You're a douchebag. Your brother is a better coach than you. The fact that your younger brother beat you in the Super Bowl, you're pathetic to think that's the sperm that won that became the older brother, Jim Harbaugh, and his wrinkle-free dockers. What the fuck? Come on. Where's something different on the sidelines? Why is he wearing dockers in the fucking sidelines, dude? Come on, man. You either wear, you know, the hell out of his college, bro. Nobody wears a suit. You know, yeah. he's wearing the fucking dockers with a fucking hoodie. Come on, bro. It's like, I mean, Bill Belichick has better sense, better fashion style. At least he cuts his fucking sweatshirt off, right? Yeah, fucking hardball right. standing there with ankle-free dockers and fucking wearing penny loafers with a hoodie. He's wearing fucking <laughs> boat shoes. You know what I'm saying, bro? Hey, boat shoes, baby. Look at that. Fucking going away. <laughs> but I just... I mean, you, but the thing that the thing is so stupid with the NCAA is like when these things get founded and they get proven that like the team cheated or whatever the scandal is, they think like taking championships away is the answer. But you forget, we all know that they won. Like, yeah, you took Reggie Bush's Heisman away, right? That's but bullshit. we all know that he won it. But we all know he won it. Yeah, that's bullshit. It, and in bullshit. situation, yeah. you take you could take whatever you want away from Michigan. It doesn't matter because you can't erase it from people's memories. You know, like you take, even though the Penn State thing was in, was the worst thing ever, you know, with the whole Sandusky thing that they covered up forever, that even Joe Paterno knew about it and lied, which makes you, honestly, those two are bigger douchebags than Jim Harbaugh. But, Absolutely. But to take away championships, take away personal accolades of a certain player doesn't, well, it, it just makes no sense to me. And in this situation, you can make the, the only punishment that they're going to give them is they're, they're, they're bowl ineligible for like three years. 
it'll, it'll be the punishment if this is found to be true. Which I, I don't think it's going anywhere. It's not going to go anywhere. They're going to have to ask him hard proof, and it's not going to go anywhere. He's still a douchebag, right? Just because of the nature of who he is. And give Reggie Book his damn trophy, trophy back, all right? Because guess what? The NIL nowadays is what Reggie Bush is practically doing it, and not it was in a conflict of the game. So go, you know, just because of the NIL deals now, it's reason enough to give Reggie back his damn trophy. Yeah, do the right thing, NCAA, or you'll be the next douchebag in a week. Absolutely, yeah. Put put that down on your checklist, okay? We might have to come back after the uh, NCAA for douchebag of the week of the future. <laughs> oh, I got a list. Of many douchebags coming, so don't worry, NFL officials. I haven't forgotten about you either. Yep, but we, we're yep. We got to let this materialize a little more. Uh, they'll, yeah. they'll be hearing about us. They'll be hearing from us about these fuckers. Damn NFL officials, oh, yeah. they suck, dude. Sorry. You know, we also listen. I decided to come up with a new based on what you gave me, and then all of a sudden, I see this dude tweet. Um, what uh, hey, RG three tweeted that he, you know, that if you're going to investigate Michigan, you should investigate the rest of the league because that's called scouting. Big difference. All right. Big, big, big difference. And I came up with a whole new segment and a whole new category, bro. For individuals that are kind of stupid. I like to call this the dumbass of the week. And um, let me hit that intro button. Dumbass. 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 Dumbass, dumbass. It's RG3 who decided to just tweet out, hey, does he still work for ESPN? I don't know. I mean, kind of stupid. Yeah. I don't think he does anymore. But he says that everything He's still this is called scouting. Not when you're filming shit at a game during the regular season that you're going to play these people in a couple of weeks. Scouting is when you like, you know, go out there. There are no open practices and shit like that. But no, yeah, a little not, different. There's not, cameras not. involved in shit. They're probably filming crap. So, yeah, I mean, the Patriots are well known for doing it. Exactly. And they got filmed. They got filmed for receipts uh, to prove it. So they got they got some issues. But again, it's a stupid take for stupid people from Mister uh, RG three, probably the. He's living in his past life because he couldn't make it as NFL quarterback. Granted, he got hurt, hurt, but you know the decision yeah. to come back and play was yours. Oh, and for that, this take, and for being an idiot, you're the dumbass of the week right here. Uh, uh, dumbass. dumbass. Go ahead. Do, do, do your fucking impression of Beavis and Butthead. It's pretty freaking good when you said to me. Uh, come to Butthead. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need TP in front of my bunghole. I need oh. the great cornhole. I need TP for my bunghole. <laughs> he was in Butthead, bro. Classic, classic freaking show from the 90s, bro. Another oh, show of its time that, you know, I, to me, Beavis and Butthead is right here, and then South Park is, like, right there. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, when they try to bring it back, they kind of try to soft it up a little bit because of the new cancer culture and shit like that. It didn't last long for that reason. Back then, when there was no issues, man, I mean, dude, that's why they, they, they had that show at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. You know what I mean? They went after everybody. So see, see, we got spoiled because we got to live in a no sensitive era where, like, oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine if, like, oh, what was that show with friggin' Archie Bunker? Oh my God! If yeah, that, all in the family. All in the family. If that show was on today, it would have been canceled within five fucking minutes 
of all the in-joke racism that he had in that show. I mean, it would have been think, in five minutes. Think about it. The Jefferson surfers out of that show it was a spinoff out of that. Yeah. You wouldn't have the Jeffersons. You think if, if the show was really, really racist, induendos, guess what? You would never have the Jeffersons to begin with. No. You wouldn't have had half the shows that were out. In Living Color was another great show that really? went after everybody. Married with Children was another great show that went after everybody. Yes, they did. So <laughs> that's that's probably what it was. I mean, it, that that those are the, the, the those are the kind of shows. Damn South Park, Beavis and Butthead, um, Married with Children back then. In Living Color. I mean, shit. Even Boys in the Hall. Go away, guys. I got my dogs out here uh, going to the bathroom, so they're like hurtling around me. Nope. <laughs> They need to go pee. They're hanging around me, bro. Come on, go. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, man, that's that's pretty much what we got this week, buddy. Um, yeah. Another good week to hopefully, uh, hopefully, uh, your teams are successful, and hopefully the Giants get a dub. And uh, if that is the case, we would uh, we would definitely be going. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, man, hey, listen, we're definitely going to try to keep the schedule. I know things happen uh, every other week is what we plan. We, we took about a little long because we did back-to-back shows, and then, you know, stuff happened. So uh, we'll try to keep this. We did it this one on a Saturday. You know, that's what we do. We, we just tap. Yep. So, oh, man. But, again, man, Jim, I appreciate you, man, uh, coming on. Another great show. Um, and uh, you know what? Uh, what do you think? Steelers definitely winning this week so we can blast off on the good note. Because I'm not oh, confident definitely. about my Giants. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. It'll be a close one. It'll be an ugly one. It'll be the way Steeler football's been played for the past fucking five, six years. But Kenny Pickett, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens will win. Deontay, Deontay is such a huge addition. I, I believe so. That's going to be a huge addition. People, like you said, people are going to realize how important he is to his offense. And it's going to change yeah. a lot of the... A lot of the dynamics of your offense, so and it's even going to help your running game as well. So, because right yeah. now it's you know, and look, Kyle Austin is going to get. I, I think Kyle Austin is going to have um, probably his best game of the season. It's going to open oh. up a lot of downfield stuff with. Uh, what, well, now with Deontay back, it opens up the playbook that much more. Well, if Canada knows how to open up the fucking playbook, yeah, with you, and instead of making plays with the little origami thing where it's like two blue. Ah, uh, four, three. Okay, four verts at the three yard line. Let's go. But <laughs> all right, everybody. This is your boy E Man from the Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast, of course, along with the uh, real deal, the realist, my man, Jim from Fan in the Van. We are signing out. Until next time, peace. Peace.